I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, the good news for me, I finally went 4-0 in college football. Yes, I ran the table and cashed all four games. The bad news for me, I still lost money in the night since I went 1-3 in college basketball. We lost our Twitter vote, and I lost both coin flips. Yeah, the highs and the lows of gambling. Happy on one side, mad on the other, and now we move on to the next. So it's a big card here on Saturday, but let's start in the National Football League. Oh boy, do I need a winner. It's the Dallas Cowboys, minus the five and a half, against the Detroit Lions. So two teams that never get to play each other on Thanksgiving finally meet in the prime time. Dallas should be happy to be home again after back-to-back losses at Miami and at Buffalo. The Cowboys have been amazing at home this season. 7-0 record, 6-1 against the spread, with six wins by 20 or more points. That's a nice number to see. Of course, that also scares me. Detroit won the NFC North last week, and believe it or not, they now find themselves with the same record as the Eagles and the 49ers, fighting for the top spot in the NFC. Six and two on the road this year for the Motor City Kitties. They lost by 32 at Baltimore, lost by 15 at Chicago. I will never count out Detroit again, but after back-to-back losses, I'm betting on Dallas to continue the home domination that they've shown this season. Give me the Cowboys, minus the five and a half, at home over Detroit. Then your prop bets here. I almost didn't play anything. Once again, I don't have a great pulse on these three prop bets. I'm going against the computer with two of them, so we'll see how it goes. Play number one at tight end. It's Sam Laporta, over 51 and a half yards receiving. So Laporta had his lowest number of targets all season last week, with only three against the Vikings. He caught all three, but only for 18 yards. On the season, he's averaging 4.9 catches per game for 51.73 yards per game. After a below-average game, I'm expecting an above-average game in a game where I think the game script should dictate the Lions need to throw the football. So give me Sam Laporta over the 51.5 yards receiving for Detroit. Next up at wide receiver, it's Michael Gallup over 18.5 yards receiving. For the Cowboys, Gallup has gone under this number in three of four games, putting up a zero, a four, and a nine in his misses. Not good. His long has gone over this number five times this season. His snap count percent has been over 50% each of the last two weeks. The Lions rank fourth in rushing yards allowed per carry, but ranked 23rd, giving up 234 yards per game of the year. I think Gallup gets a big one tonight. So I'm going to go on the over here, Michael Gallup over 18 and a half yards receiving. Next up, it's Tony Pollard under 15 and a half rushing attempts just to keep the computer happy since I get went against the numbers with the first two picks. This is the strongest computer prop tonight. So once again, I'll go Tony Pollard under the 15 and a half rushing attempts for the Cowboys. 
Then the first quarter under, I don't like him, but I bet him once again, completing the system for the season. I'm on the first quarter under between the Lions and the Cowboys, 10 and a half this time. That's the biggest number I think I've had in a long, long time, and it's weighted at a minus 135. Next up, let's go to college football, where, oh boy, after a 4-0 day, what do I typically do? I come back with a 1-3, and or I could put up the donut, 0-4. So proceed with caution here. I flip-flopped on a number of these games, and that's never a good sign. But we start with the Peach Bowl in Atlanta, Georgia. It's Penn State minus the 4.5 against Old Miss. So opt-outs are limited, but most are on the defensive side of the ball, and it sounds like Penn State will be the team most impacted. In the regular season, we talk about James Franklin's inability to win the big game. But in bowl season, he's won his last three big ones. He won the Fiesta, the Cotton, and the Rose Bowl last season. Lane Kiffin has lost back-to-back bowl games, the Sugar Bowl and the Texas Bowl. Several other variables in this game. Penn State hired the OC from Kansas. He likely helped put in a few wrinkles for this one. Penn State also lost their star defensive coordinator, Manny Diaz, to the head coaching job at Duke, so that'll hurt. Penn State's defense gave up only 20 points three times this season. They gave up 20 points to Ohio State, 24 points somehow to Indiana, and 24 points to Michigan. So even with the opt-outs, having an interim defensive coordinator, and facing an offense that averages almost 35 points per game, I still think the Nittany Lions defense can hold up. Old Miss gave up only 22.3 points per game this year, but they did allow 52 to Georgia, 35 to Texas A&M, and 49 to LSU. Now, Penn State doesn't have that type of offense, but I think they have enough pieces still on defense that they can cover this one. So I'm going to lay the four and a half with the Nittany Lions of Penn State over Old Miss in the Peach Bowl. Next up on the card, we go to the Music City Bowl in Nashville, Tennessee. It's Auburn and Maryland. I'm going to go the over 47 and a half. So opt-outs at Maryland include the quarterback, have Auburn now as a six and a half point favorite at six and six on the season. That's the same Auburn team that lost 31 to 10 to New Mexico State at home. Then, of course, had Alabama on the ropes the following week. I would love to trust him, but I just can't. Albert had to deal with some sickness within the program this week, but it sounds like most are feeling better, according to reports. Maryland gave up 37 points to Ohio State, 33 points to Northwestern, 51 points to Penn State, and 31 points to Michigan. Bottom line, the Terps D can give up points. Season averages support the total. Maryland QB opt-out has love to the under, but my big old gut says this game's going over. So give me the Tigers of Auburn and the Terps of Maryland over the 47 and a half in Nashville at the Music City Bowl. Next up on the card, it's the Orange Bowl in Miami, Florida. It's Georgia and Florida State. First half under 23 and a half. Yeah, I cashed one on Friday, so you know I'm going back to the well today. Florida State won all 13 meaningless games they played this year, according to the committee. That's my cheap shot anyway. Now they will be without 11 starters, 20-plus players total, when they get to face Georgia, who has won 29 of 30 football games. Georgia will have the bulk of their roster available. The program is focused on making a statement and going out on top. But I still expect the Seminoles to put up a fight early. If they can avoid the turnovers, I think the first half under is the play. So I'm going to play Georgia and Florida State first half under the 23 and a half. 
Next up on the card, it's the Arizona Bowl in Tucson, Arizona. It's Wyoming, minus the three and a half against Toledo. So this is an emotional card for me tonight. We'll get to that in just a moment. But Toledo will not look like the Toledo offense that we saw most of the season. A lot of their offensive production hit the portal, causing the Rockets to flip from the favorite in this game to the underdog. Coaching turnover is the story on the Wyoming side. Greg Bull will retire and ride off into the sunset after 104 wins at North Dakota State and 60 wins at Wyoming. His defensive coordinator has been promoted to head coach this year. Their offensive coordinator is now the head coach at North Dakota State. Greg Bull has made me a ton of money over the years. Yeah, a lot of good years at North Dakota State for me. I'm not going to bet against the old cowboy in his final game. So give me the pokes of Wyoming, minus the three and a half over Toledo. Next up on the card, we go to college basketball. And I'm going to get fired up here tonight. It's UC Santa Barbara, minus the one and a half at UC Riverside. So I participated in the Why We Stink poll on the Gaucho message board. Lots of concerns after the Big West preseason favorites lost to UC Davis in the opener. I give Jim Les a ton of credit for having the Aggies ready to play in that one. But only two offensive rebounds? That's just not going to cut it. 16 turnovers? That's not going to cut it either. Allowing an all-conference player to get open look after look after look isn't going to cut it. The bench committed more fouls than points scored. That's not good. Can you hear the frustration in my voice? If I lose this bet, I will not bet Santa Barbara for 30 days. I'll put him on that list. But if they come out flat in this one, I personally will get tossed in the first 10 minutes. Riverside lost by only seven against the top computer team of the Big West. You see Irvin in the opener. They beat me in the process since they were the double-digit dog in that game. The Highlanders' home court edge ranks 354th in the country. Only a 1.9 home court edge. I'm not increasing the units on this play, but it's taking every ounce of discipline that I have not to do so. The Gauchos will not open the Big West at 0-2. They better cover the 1.5 for me. I'm on UC Santa Barbara, minus the 1.5 at UC Riverside. Next up on the card, it's USC, minus the 8.5 at Oregon State. Well, talk about frustrating. Look at USC. Preseason number two in the Pac-12. They're 6-6 six and six on the year. Two losses against Big West teams, and they've lost four of five games. They have wins over Kansas State and Seton Hall to highlight the resume. They did lose to the two hottest teams of the Big West. Plus, they lost to Oklahoma, Gonzaga, Auburn, and Oregon. Not exactly cupcakes. They've played the 33rd-ranked schedule in the country. Oregon State on the flip side, they're 8-4 and four on the season, so they actually have the better record. They've played the 243rd-ranked schedule in the country, though. A lot of cupcakes on there. They lost to UCLA in the conference opener by 7. The Beavers were picked dead last in the Pac-12. They ranked 4th this year in the luck rankings, and they ranked 3rd in the regression numbers. 8.5 on the road is a big number, but it's time for the Trojans to take out some frustration against a weaker opponent that's due to regress. Give me USC minus the eight and a half at Oregon State. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Next up on the card, it's Iona, minus the two and a half at Harvard. So if Malik Mack plays for Harvard, I'll be eating the juice and playing the Crimson to hedge out of it. Mack leads the team in points, assists, and steals. He's scoring over 20 points per game, shooting over 47%, but he's expected to be out for mono. They beat Holy Cross by two without him at home, but that's the 353rd ranked team of the country. The Gales of Iona rank 170th. I might be overreacting to an injury, but I'll lay the two and a half on the road with Iona at Harvard. Next up on the card, it's the Sun Belt opener between Southern Miss and Georgia Southern, and I'm going to lay the three and a half with the Golden Eagles. So preseason number four in the Sun Belt at preseason number 13 in the Sun Belt. The Eagles of Georgia Southern are 0-12 after playing the 150th toughest schedule. Seven of the 12 losses have been by double digits. They did make it interesting against UNC Wilmington and Kennesaw State, a couple good clubs, but they struggled to score, shooting only 39.2% of the season. Sub-300 team in both offensive and defensive efficiency numbers. I lost last week back in Southern Miss against Old Miss, but I'm back for more here. The Golden Eagles score more. They give up less. They shoot better. They rebound better. They have the better record. Yeah, I'm willing to lay three and a half on the road. Give me Southern Miss minus the three and a half at Georgia Southern. Then a bonus bet here for you. It's my Joey Meyer tribute. Yes, I was a huge DePaul fan growing up. Ray and Joey Meyer felt like family for me on WGN-TV. I remember driving eight, nine hours to Chicago with my buddies. We had no money at the time. We had to eat White Castle. We slept at the cheapest hotels possible just to have enough money to attend basketball games at the old Rosemont Horizon. Joey passed away on Friday at age 74. He won 231 games at DePaul, made the tournament seven times, and only had two losing seasons as head coach of the Blue Demons. Today, I bet on DePaul no matter what. So my bonus bet here is my Joey Meyer tribute. Give me the Blue Demons of DePaul minus the six over Chicago State. And then not an official podcast play here, but I do want to mention it because I'm going to bet it personally. It's Chattanooga in the race to 10 at Auburn. Chattanooga, the mocks have started slow, 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 dreadfully slow the last three basketball games. I'm betting them in the race to 10 points today, plus the 250 at Auburn. Not an official podcast play, but just wanted to share one of those crazy personal plays that I'll be making here on Saturday. Then in the NBA for the coin flip, I selected the LA Lakers at the Minnesota Timberwolves. Total of 225 and a half. Heads it is, I'm on the over 225 and a half between the Lakers and the Timberwolves. 
Then in the Frozen Pond, I selected the Nashville Predators at the Washington Capitals. Total of six and a half in this one. Tails it is. I'm on the under six and a half between the Predators and the Capitals. So now let's recap your card for Saturday. It's a big one in the NFL. I'm on the Dallas Cowboys minus the five and a half against the Detroit Lions. Your prop bets don't love them, but I'm playing them. Sam Laporta over 51 and a half yards receiving for Detroit. Michael Gallup over 18 and a half yards receiving for Dallas. Tony Pollard under 15 and a half rushing attempts for Dallas. First quarter under, it's the Lions and the Cowboys under the 10 and a half at a minus 135. College football, oh boy, here we go. Peach Bowl, I'm on Penn State minus the four and a half against Old Miss. Music City Bowl, I'm on Auburn and Maryland over 47 and a half. Orange Bowl, I'm on Georgia and Florida State. First half under the 23 and a half. Arizona Bowl, let's one, win one for Craig Bowl here. I'm on the Pokes of Wyoming, the Cowboys, minus the three and a half against Toledo. College basketball, UC Santa Barbara, you better not do me bad again here. I'm going to lay the one and a half at UC Riverside. I'm on USC, minus the eight and a half at Oregon State. I'm on Iona, minus the two and a half at Harvard. I'm on Southern Miss, minus the three and a half at Georgia Southern. Then my bonus bet, the Joey Meyer tribute here. I'm on the Blue Demons of DePaul, minus the six against Chicago State. Then in the NBA, I'm on the Lakers and the Timberwolves over the 225 and a half. And in the NHL, I'm on the Predators and the Capitals under the six and a half. So that's my card for a Saturday. As always, enjoy the games. Let's win a few. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Let's have fun and let's cash some tickets. Have fun and let's cash some tickets. I can't even get my closing line right tonight. It's been a long night. I stayed in the lab an extra couple hours because I did not like my performance in college basketball Friday. I spent extra time on the card. Hopefully it works out for me. I rattled off everything. Have a good night, everyone. Let's cash some tickets. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.